Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back into first take, Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak. Also now welcoming in Mike Dettelier to the radio huddle. Happy game day, Mike. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. And I don't know if you heard, Mike, we were going to break talking about the Bears and wide receiver DJ Moore, someone the Saints are definitely familiar with. Someone you got to figure that this team's got to look to put the clamps on because uh, someone that, you, you know, he could end up beating this team and you don't want that to happen. Yeah, you don't want him to have a big day. And, uh, you know, Charlie Long and I were talking about this in the offseason. He had asked the question about the most underrated guys uh, in the NFL. And I thought Matt Judon on defense, who the Patriots, was that guy. Because uh, I saw him with the Ravens, and, and he was a really good player there, same way with the Patriots when he's been healthy. And I thought it was D.J. Moore uh, on the offensive side. Uh, he's never really had that big-time quarterback to get him the football. And yet, every year, just look at his numbers, how consistent he is. He seemingly always knows how to get open downfield. Really good route runner. He's clean to get into and out of his cut and his breaks. But, okay, he can't throw it and catch it. Okay, somebody's got to throw him the football. But he, he's a really good football player. And we saw that Thursday night game. He put on an absolute show uh, against the uh, Washington Commanders where then uh, he spun that cornerback around so many times. He was like corkscrewing him into the ground. He, and, and he got a little bit of some giddy-up after the step. I mean, you know, once he catches it, He's deceivingly fast once he can put that foot in the ground and take off with it. So, yeah, he's the one guy on that team that sort of scares you as a coordinator that I've got to make sure he doesn't go off and have a big day on me. And so, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of DJ Moore. And I get the fact that when he got acquired, it was part of the deal for the first overall pick in the draft. And the Bears insisted he was the guy, that he was the guy that had to be thrown in. And and you understand when you watch him play. He He's a really good player in this league, and I think the most underrated offensive football player in the National Football League. You know, Mike, so one of the, one thing that obviously happened this week that, it, you know, we're going to see him is uh, this, the Bears went big on Montez Sweat. They traded a second-round pick to get him, and, you know, that's a high second-round pick. It's not a throwaway pick. You talk about third-rounders and you get that comp pick back. Well, you know, you're not getting a top-40 guy in a comp selection. So, 
you know, what do you, what do you see in Montez Sweat? They obviously extended him. He's not going to have a ton of time to learn the system, but as a D-end, you know, at a, at a certain point, it's just, hey, there's the quarterback. Go get him. So, you know, what, what will the Saints be looking at uh, with Sweat today? Man, Montez, uh, and I'm a big fan of his, uh, came out of Stone Mountain, Georgia, high school. Uh, he was the guy LSU recruited. He goes to Michigan State, didn't work out there, junior college. Then he heads to Mississippi State where, man, he went on a two-year tear in the uh, SEC. He was really good. My thing about it is it's going to be rare for me to get a guy with that much pass rush skills in round two. And I, maybe I overpaid him. But I'm going to have to do that if I'm the Bears uh, to get a really good football player. But I, it's going to be rare for you to get a big-time pass rusher in the second round like Montez Sweat. He is a speed-quickness guy, and where he's gotten much stronger, uh, he's, uh, he's one of these Pete Jenkins guys in the offseason. He works out, and Pete brought up to me about how much he has really worked on his lower body power. And that's where you can kind of make some hay here uh, as a pass rusher to get stronger in the lower body. And that fuels the engine uh, for you to get that speed and that power together. But he's really become more of a combo player uh, with his arms and his hands. And to be able to come off the snap and move and counter move a an offensive tackle to uh, potential blocks on him. He's a really good football player. For a second-round pick, I'd give it up for him because I, I think he is a really uh, top-flight pass rusher, and he plays the run well. He can run the field extremely well. He still has a lot of years uh, up on him. And if you look at that Bears roster, there's not a lot of guys there on that defensive side of the football. It's really not. So he becomes sort of a building block for you, not only for now, but also for the future. And, boy, did they pay him. And you knew it. I know but we've talked about this on Sports Talk. When they made that trade, I knew that that part of it was they had already spoke about a contract. You didn't trade for him and figure he's going to be a rent guy. No, you were paying for that because you knew he was going to be a long-term investment. Montez Sweat's a really good edge rusher and a guy that plays the run pretty well. Uh, he just – I think he wanted out of Washington, and I think he made it known he wanted out. Just didn't figure – he figured he'd end up in Chicago. I'm not sure that's not a, a worse situation than where he left, but, uh, man, uh, he's a good player. and I, I've seen him for a long time from his uh, college days, from his high school days, onto the NFL. He is a real asset now to that Bears defense. Mike, looking back at the Bears offense, you look at their running back situation, boom, you know, without Justin Fields, the quarterback, uh, who's dealing with a thumb issue, uh, Khalil Herbert went to IR, but a guy the Saints are familiar with, uh, they had uh, Donato Foreman over there uh, running the football along with the rookie Roshan Johnson, but uh, Foreman has really uh, been able to put up some significant numbers for them. Yeah, and um, similar to Montez Sweat, you know, my connection with Deontay goes back a few years. He was one of the most highly recruited running backs in the country, goes to the University of Texas. Um, nobody ever said he was in shape at Texas. He was always heavy. Um, 
that second number for him was always either a five or a six. He was either 250 or 260 playing at Texas. His uh, junior year, he rushed over 2,000 yards there. He was a load. He's a north-south runner with power. Came out early for the draft. Was a third-round pick of the Texans. And he has bounced all over the NFL. He's played on six different teams. And with the Texans, uh, excuse me, with the Tennessee Titans twice, he was on there. Uh, He was really the backup for Derrick Henry there. And he got himself in shape uh, that he's now in that 225, 230 range, uh, much more focused player. His work habits are better. The Texans cut him loose, not because he didn't have talent, because he didn't work at it. And now, you know, he understands this NFL lifestyle. He wants to live it a little bit longer. He's a talented runner, but a big physical guy who's gotten uh, much lower weight-wise, and he is a load. He hits you, and he's got some power, and he's got a little bit of scoot out into the uh, open field. But he's really a north-south runner, and you can bang away with him. And he was supposed to be part of, you know, they they had Herbert also at at the running back position, and Roshan, certainly the rookie from Texas, who was a backup uh, there with B. John Robinson. But they've had a lot of injuries, and they've sort of leaned a little bit on Deontay Foreman. Last year, he rushed over 900 yards with the Carolina Panthers. And the year before with the Tex, uh, with the Titans, he rushed for almost 600 yards as a backup to Derrick Henry. And when Derrick would get nicked up or they needed to give him a breather, they went to Foreman. And they didn't have to change the offense. So for the Saints, you know what you're getting here. He's kind of a short, squatty guy, but a lot of power. And he goes straight up the middle. And he carries people with him. He's a real power runner. And so he's an interesting player that, you know, you looked at him at Texas and say, man, he's got a chance to be really good. But he was always heavy. And, again, his work ethic and his focus wasn't there. And that's why he's bounced around with six different teams and with one team twice. But I think he's got a nice uh, fit here in this uh, Bears offense and, I like a runner like that, especially if I got to play in bad weather. In November and December, he's going to catch a lot of that in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, Deontay basically carried that Panthers offense in the second half of the season last year. But, yep. you know, <clears throat> looking more at the at the Bears in terms of, you know, Tremaine Edmonds is out. He's a huge piece of that defense. They're going to have to figure out how to navigate without him. I think you'll probably see TJ Edwards slide over. At it. However they manage that's going to be interesting. But one name that popped up on the Bears' depth chart this week is a familiar one in Micah Baskerville. I don't know how much run he's yeah. going to get today, but, you know, former LSU guy, a guy I think most people kind of overlooked in terms of he got a lot better as his LSU career went on. I don't think he was even remotely an NFL prospect in years one or two, but then, you know, he kind of did the work. He got better and better, and he's got a pretty big opportunity today. He got elevated from the practice squad, and he's probably going to get some run out there uh, on the Superdome turf. Yeah, and uh... – Man, I remember Michael well when he was at LSU the first couple of years there. He was really a special teams guy. And uh, he was he worked with the number two units, and he worked his way up to being a starter at LSU. Um, he's not the biggest linebacker around, but what he's got, he's got tremendous instincts. 
he figures it out real quick out on the field. And he could run the field extremely well. He's gotten better in the coverage part of the game. He was a guy that struggled at first with it uh, at LSU and, and getting back in coverage. And, and so he was enough to feel, play to run it very, very well. And, man, he got some range. But he, where he got better is his ability to drop back in reverse in the coverage part. So uh, he's a guy that's always around the football, a tough guy, not the biggest guy around. And that's why he went, you know, undrafted. He's a guy that just you thought could maybe help you on special teams where he was really good at LSU. Uh, he just had a knack for it, uh, fighting his way downfield. He has a lot of want to in that range, but injuries now have given him an opportunity to see a lot more playing time. And today is a great, great shot for him to do that with Chicago. I liked Michael because I knew he could possibly be a core special teams guy for me. Anything else I get from him would be extra, but he knows his role. Uh, on the field, and he can play a couple of the linebacker positions. He could play inside, and he could also be uh, a weak side linebacker for you uh, as a backup. But uh, he's going to get a lot more playing time over the next couple of weeks because of injuries at that linebacker position. Uh, Mike thought it was pretty interesting from Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson. Thought he was going to get traded at the deadline and didn't get an extension from Chicago either he said didn't take it personal not asking for you know looking to change the market or break records but also said I'm not just going to take anything uh talk about the second round pick uh what he does for this Bears defense even though that secondary I know has struggled oh have they good gracious and they all beat up and so Jalen's a guy he was a second round pick from Utah uh he was a press cover corner at Utah and he gets right on top of you, and he kind of likes to try to reroute you uh, right when you get off the line of scrimmage. He's gotten better in the off-coverage part of the game. There were a lot of teams that were very interested in Jalen Johnson, really interested. And of all the guys that didn't get traded, I'm surprised it wasn't him. There was a, a lot, a lot of teams out there that wanted him. Man, when you can get a starting cornerback uh, in this league and can come in and play, uh, he's going to attract a lot of interest. If I'm the Bears, I do what I got to do to keep him. And, and it maybe will I'll have to overpay for him. But he can play. And he's got good ball skills, and he tracks the ball very quickly in flight. And he makes a play on the football. He really does. But, you know, Coach Winningham at Utah, and they play a real physical game of defense. And that's what he brings to the table. He's got, he's got above average foot speed. It's not like he's no track sprinter. And he's got pretty good size. But it's his matchup skills. And he finds the ball quickly in flight. I can't teach that. Neither can anybody else. Either you have that ability or you don't. And that's what made him someone probably, I would say, eight or ten teams were trying to make a deal for him. They just couldn't do it. And, again, I go back to the Montez Sweat deal. I think part of this might have been he wanted a deal in place before he got traded. And that just didn't happen for him. But he's a good football player. He's a keeper. If I'm the Bears, I do what I have to do 
to keep him on this football team. There's not a lot of these guys like Jalen Johnson on the side of the street that I can pick up with a taxi or an Uber and say, okay, you can play for me. No, if I'm the Bears, I'm doing everything I can to keep good football players. Jalen Johnson's that. And uh, I, I think he's one heck of a quarterback, starter-wise, in the NFL. Thank you, Mikey D. Always great insight on the opposing team. I'll be talking to you more coming up on the Bud Light Countdown, the kickoff at 10 a.m. Talk to you soon, Mike. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Thanks, Mike. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Thibodeau Regional Health System. Coming back with more First Take after the break right here on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 